Well, this morning we're honored to have Duran joining us for a conversation today. Duran, so good to see you, man. It's great to see you, Ben. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm really, really blessed to be here. For some of our uh, more regular viewers, you would have seen Duran's face on Kids Church, yeah. one of our kids' pastors in the church. Yes. Before we start, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Okay. Um, tell us about your family, how long you've sure. been around City Gate Church. Okay, so, uh, well, okay, I'm Duran, I'm married to Vanessa. Um, we have three children indoors, I have four, and they are absolute bundles of joy. Um, full of life, full of the glory of God, very, very energetic. And it's really funny actually, because we've all gotten to know each other really, really well over the last, um, over the last um, few months. We've been attending church for about three and a half years now um, and serving for about two and some change yeah. of those. Um, I can't speak highly enough of our church. It's our family, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and you certainly made an impact around the place since you've been around. You're, you're one of those guys who just oozes life and, mm, uh, and, you, and energy you. wherever you go. There's always a big smile on your face. Yeah, I try. I try. <laughs> but I try. We, today we're going to have a, a, a bit of a different conversation. Yeah. You know, yeah. Last, last week we started a new series with Pastor Jay yes. um, that was called The Reset and, and really talking about how God has to reset our hearts yeah, uh, to, yeah. to really get in that flow. And, and, and to be honest, mm. this time of year there's a lot of that feeling you know yeah. people are on summer holidays mm. and so there's lots of people probably out there today mm. who are experiencing different things you know maybe through lockdown there's been a, a lot of a lot of thinking going on a lot of space to think yeah, a lot of totally, reflection totally so much time, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah and and maybe people um you know really finding a stillness in their spirit mm. um where they can lean into what god is saying for them yeah and i know you've got a a, a big story that we're going <laughs> to unpack a little bit today i'm great, sure yeah. i'm sure we're only going to scratch the surface of it but why don't we dive straight in Let's with, do with your experience why don't you take us back i think this story starts about seven months ago or something yeah, like that it does why don't you take us back to to, okay. to that point and we'll we'll see where the conversation leads. let's just see where it goes okay so it, it, as i guess the the prologue to the to the seven month bit was that um i was employed um in a school um as a head of year and i had been doing that job for about five years um and the last two or three of those years were really, really, really challenging. Um, I mean, challenging to the point of uh, burnout, really. Um, a real battering, if I could say, of my mental, my physical, my emotional health. Everything took oh, a big old nosedive. Um, what's really interesting, though, and this is something that you talk about reflection, having time yeah. to reflect on it, is that I realised that the, the, the key thing, the thing that underpins it all, the thing that underpins our lives as Christians is that relationship with God. And I think that, and I had to be really, really honest with myself because I noticed, I, I realized that things took a turn for the worst when I took my eyes off God. Wow. Yeah, yeah and I... I guess. Let's I mean, that's that's a big statement to say. It, I mean, especially for someone who's who's been around church for, yeah. for most of your upbringing as well. Yeah, I know you yeah, yeah. you you brought, were brought up in church. Absolutely, absolutely. And and it's it. I mean, what what else do you do though when you when you've got all of this time on your hands and you're in the words and you and you're listening to stuff? The Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit speaks so clearly when you're positioned to hear Him. You know, and um. I had that stark moment of 
that stark moment of clarity where I just said, look, Duran, the reasons, like he's the reason for your success and the absence of him in your life is the reason for your failure. And you know, that is a harsh thing to, 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 to admit, but it's truth mm -hmm. or it, it was truth. And I think that until we have those, those sorts of really, really stark, honest moments with ourselves, it can be difficult to move forward. Yeah. And I know you mentioned the word burnout there. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think that's something that maybe many, many people have experienced Man. or maybe felt yeah. and not put that label on it, perhaps. Mm. But it's, it's something that is quite quite prevalent, I'd say. Lots is, of people yeah. go through different scenarios yeah. like that. And maybe it's maybe it's the, the mental pressure or, or, mm. or the pressure of work or, or different sort of life experiences that, that, yeah. that you get hit with. Mm. Um, so you hit, a, hit a, a patch in your professional life, I, yeah. I guess, where, where, yeah. where things took a bit of a downer. Yeah, uh, And you found Absolutely. yourself in a place where it was just, you weren't in your flow. Uh, things weren't clicking. That's it. Um, and you, you, you started to, think things come, came a little bit un, unraveled. Unraveled, bit. yeah. Tell yeah. us a little bit about, sure. about that and what God was saying to you through that time. Okay, so um, I had been working at this point for a number of years. Um, the job was becoming increasingly demanding. And as a result of that, longer hours. So I was taking a real battering uh, in terms of my physical Health was, was really getting hit. I was getting, you know, having poor sleep and all that sort of stuff. Um, developed asthma along the way, apparently. Hadn't known, but, um, but right. got that as well. Um, but emotionally and spiritually, mentally, I was in a bad place. Um, I hadn't realized I was in such a bad place, but I was. It, it, it's subtle. Um, I had that moment where, and it was a slow, subtle sort of stepping back, where it was less and less about the job and less, and, excuse me, less and less about the service and less and less about God and more about the job. Right. You know, so on the surface of it, I guess it didn't really look any different because I was just sprinting and, you know, going a hundred miles an hour. But I think what was happening on the inside was that my ego was going like this and the God in me was going like that. Wow. Yeah. I hadn't really realized it at the time. So the physical health, the mental health, the emotional health, all of those things were slowly getting chipped away over the course of a you know, number of months. And it, it really came to a head where I, my physical health suffered so badly that I was having all these micro sleeps and I was falling asleep and I'd get the 100 yard stare on and it was all that sort of thing, right? Mm. I would routinely leave work at seven, sometimes eight o'clock. Sometimes I would uh, come home. <laughs> my wife famously tells me that one time I, I came home and still with my suit and my shoes on, I sat down on the couch and I literally conked out there. Yeah. And I woke up four hours later with my suit and my shoes on, like madness. I um, was driving home one day. I can't really convey how it felt. I, it was just... It was tiredness beyond tired, like fatigue, you know? So I couldn't feel my hands on the steering wheel anymore. Gosh, and I couldn't, wow. my, eye, my vision was blurry. Yeah. And I had that when I snapped up and there was a van and the van was just there. You talk about an, an experience of the Holy Spirit, the van was just there and it was a swerve moment and I came home. So that, that experience was, was, was figurative of what was happening on the inside as yeah. well. It was just, yeah. And then after nearly crashing my car, I went to see the GP. The GP signed me off for a month 
and then another month. And those, the reason why I've blown through those first two is because mm. I can't really tell you what happened. Yeah. I can't really tell you one day from the next. There was um, a lot of solo time. Sometimes I'd be sat down in a room by myself, just in a dark room, back against the wall, hugging my knees, um, really, really struggling mentally. Um, so I was dealing with the, the pressures of the job. I was dealing with failing health. And that wasn't the totality of it. Um, as a child, in sort of my real early adolescence, I uh, suffered a trauma. Um, I won't go into the details now, but it had laid dormant for a number of years. And it was almost as though the weight of that and the weight of the job and everything was piling up. So I had the burnout from the job. And then I almost had this mental burnout, this emotional burnout afterwards. I was, um, I was struggling. I was really, really struggling. And I said, God, you, you know what's going on up there. You know what's going on in here. I need, I need some help. Mm. I'm in a bad way. Yeah. And I guess there were some sort of big wake up moments with that. I mean, you're, you're talking, as, as you're talking about that, mm. you know, the, the thing that's coming to my mind is, is that you had been in a place mm. where you were walking really strong, yeah, yeah, healthy, your relationship yeah. with God was on point, All was well. fired yeah. up, family life is yeah. going well, jobs going well, careers mm -hmm. going well. Um, what were some of the markers that, that you noticed in your life when, mm. when things started to come out of that flow and you started okay. to realize, okay, I need to pay attention now? Right, right, right. Um, I, I think... I think the biggest one for me would be my physical health because um, <laughs> I'm not quite like yourself, but I'm someone that's used to being able to run and sprint and do the distances and yeah. all that lot. And it was just, it was, it was quite, oh, goodness me, it was like demoralizing almost, you know. I'd get up and there was no snap. I had no energy. Now, it's funny because even though I had no physical energy, it was always the case of I would go straight to the word and I would, you know, I'd be got my praise and worship on or whatever yeah. it was, right? But I, it was almost as though, Ben, I, I, I lost, be careful how I say this, it's, not, it's almost like I lost the desire. I lost the, the vim to even drag myself to my Bible mm. or to even, it, and, you know, it was that moment where I, I'd, look, I'd look around and um, <clears throat> I'd, real, I'd realize that every the best part of me was, was outside of my house. Does that make sense? Right. You know, I was giving my best outside of my home. Yeah. And um, I didn't have a great deal of time, energy, or care for the detail of my family. Meaning that, you know, I love my family to bits, but <clears throat> the, the, the detail, just the, the real, almost like phoning it in. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah, that's a great picture you've done there, darling. Hi to the missus, and it's just, just rolling through it. Yeah. And when I when I got an awareness of that, I was like, "Whoa, you, you, something's got to give here. Yeah. Something's yeah. got to change." Now you're you're saying this um, not from a position of still being in that place. You know, no, you, you've not. been on a whole journey. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah of yeah. God speaking to you through absolutely, that place. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Tell yeah. us a bit about that journey because I think that's what's interesting. I'm right. sure there's lots of people out there watching today who can yes. identify with lots of what you were saying right. about right. about the fatigue, about mm. giving your best yeah. and then not having any 
left in the tank for your family when you get home. I'm sure this is something so real. Actually, I heard a quote recently that yeah. was that for, for guys, and, and yes, for some women, but for guys particularly, there's mm. a lot of value that you put in your career and your job. Absolutely. And when things start to come mm. unhitched there, it's part of your identity. Exactly. It means so much. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell yeah. us about how God started to speak to you and the, the journey that you went on from being in that place. Yeah to starting to bring you out into something. And I know that it's, it, you know, we're talking about this idea of the reset and God, mm. and God really sort of revealing stuff in our lives yeah. where we're able to reset and go again. Mm. Tell us a bit about that journey. You know, let's say Jesus meets you at the point of your need. God speaks to me in the language that I understand. God was revealing himself so clearly, even in, and what, what's really, uh, what's really, really, really good is the fact that you know, they say God knows it anyway, so you might as well say it. <laughs> it, it, was, it was those things where even when I was on a downer, even when I was on a... He was right there. And the, the Holy Spirit came to me and said, look, I understand, I care, and I'm there for you. Like, it's all right to be vexed. It's all right to be angsty. It's all right to feel whacked out, you know, but you can't stay here forever. Mm. <laughs> and it's that moment where you realize like it's not natural that, uh, that, that winter lasts forever. It's not biblical that it rains all the time. These things run in seasons. You know, there's a time to, to, to laugh, there's a time to cry, there's a time to plant, time to, to harvest and, and so on and so forth. So yes, I, I, I consciously, I, I made that decision and said, I, I do not want to feel like this anymore. I don't want to be sat here on this couch for the next however long of my life. But God, I need your help to do it. Yeah. And he was right there. Yeah, yeah. There's that verse, isn't there, in, in Matthew 11 that says, mm. come to me all who are weary and heavy, heavy laden, laden and I'll give you, give you rest. rest. Of course. You know, of course. Yeah. when yeah. you found yourself in that place where you, where you said, God, I need to spend time with you. I yeah. need to draw near to yeah. you. How did God respond? You know, what, what, was, wow. what was that experience like? I mean, look, we, we do airs and graces <laughs> in our life sometimes, right? And it, it, it's, there are no airs and graces between God and I. Um, so it was very much about me, as I say, just being honest with him, putting it there. And so I'm not really given to much technology. I, like, I use the phone, you know, everyone, everyone's got a phone, whatever. I use the phone, but I'm not really glued to it. But I just said, you know what, just, just be conscious, be, be purposeful in this. So I'd download a number of sermons, I'd have a little word for the day ping up, and I just, that, you know, spending that time with God, it was conscious decision, but also God just, and the interesting thing was, was that, and I prayed about this as well, I said, look, you know, in, in children's, in, the, in kids' church, we speak about, um, one of our favorite songs in kids' church is Stir a Passion yeah. in My Heart, God. Yeah. You know, so I was, I'm humming, I'm walking around the house humming kids' church songs. God, I need this passion, you know, reignited. And it's not, you know, Pastor Jay speaks about the mountaintop moment, right? And, and, and I think it's, for me, I, I, was, I, was, I was quite fed up of living in extremes. You know, you have that power, that mountaintop moment, then you drop again and power's like, no, 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 no. Like, we, we're not here to ping pong. It's, it's, it's onwards, it's upwards, it's, it's advancement. So as I prayed for that stirring, as I prayed, the Holy Spirit 
began to grow on the inside. The spirit man was just growing, getting stronger, getting bigger. And, um, and in the midst of it, I just heard the voice of the Holy Spirit clearly. And, it, and I'd, I'd love to tell you there was some sort of magic moment like that, but it wasn't. It was over a period of time. He, he worked on me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure that place of hearing the voice of God, mm. hearing something in your spirit, you know, mm. it's, it, for those who maybe haven't experienced that, mm. you know, it's not like this audible, booming no, voice no, from a cloud, no. kind of God speaking to you moment, some sort of epiphany. Yeah, yeah. But it's that, that still voice on yeah. the inside, yeah. you know, where, where God speaks to you. Yeah. You know, that's, that's obviously in your life come from, from, walking with God well, yeah, for absolutely. years. How, how do you, in, in those moments when you are feeling low, when you are feeling, um, you know, because we all go through that, you, mm, you know, when mm, you're struggling, mm. to, to be able to still yourself to the point of saying, no, actually I need to tap into what God is yeah, saying. Yeah. You know, maybe I don't have the strength inside myself. Maybe there's external situations that mm. are causing all of this yeah. upset in, in your life. Mm. But to be able to bring yourself to a point where you, decide to tune, tune into God. Mm. What's that been like for you? How do you tap into that? Um, I'm sure for people out there, they'd love to sort of hear a little bit yeah. about your experience of what, okay. what does that look like? What, what does that sound like? Well, this, this is what I mean when I say God speaks to me in a language that I understand. I speak to God like warts and all. And as my experience and my knowledge of people expanded, I realized it wasn't this sort of extreme, this massive chasm between the churched, the unchurched, the good, the bad. I realized that people are people and even people in church struggle with things. And when that was so liberating, because it just, it let me know that I didn't have to rock up to God and be perfect. It let me know that I could just speak to God as I am. And I've carried that with me for a number of years. So when I was having my, my little dark moments, I just spoke very, very honestly to God and just said, look, this is, you know who I am. You know what I need. I don't want to be here forever. I want to be elevated. I want to move up. I want to move on. But I know that I need you. You know what it's, what it's going to take to get me there. So God, please help me. And it was just that. Mm. It wasn't. It wasn't a you know ray of sun coming through the window and me floating up and it it's just me speaking to God very very honestly and openly, and him as you say that still small voice creating the space. So mm -hmm. what I did was I, I sort of I rejigged my day. Right? I had a lot of time, and obviously over the last few months we've all had a lot more time. Um, I rejigged my day, just ensuring that uh, mostly at a fixed time it was me and God. I bookmark my day yeah. with God yeah. and it's that. so important. So important, man. So, so it's essential. It, like, look, right, you want to go for a run, right? In order to go for a successful run, your muscles have got to be warm. You stretch. You might have a swig of water, but not too much. So you're heavy. You make sure your laces are up tight. Everything's got to be right. So when you get to mile number, wherever you feel like, you know, it, you're trying to mitigate and trying to delete all of these, these factors that can pull you down. So there are essentials, there are non-negotiables that you need to sort out before you go for your run. That time with God is a non-negotiable. It's, it's the air 
that we breathe. It's the water we drink. It, it's, oh, you, you need it. Yeah, that's so good, man. So, so I'm interested to hear what, what did God say to you in that yep. space that switched it on for you mm. and got you moving in that trajectory towards where you find yourself now? God told me, look, I love you irrespective, irrespective of, of what you've done. You, Duran, are not the, 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 the total uh, amount of mistakes you've made in your life. I love you. I care for you. I want to see you elevate. I want to see you progress. The Holy Spirit put into me that I'm, I'm, I'm here for a purpose. Now, it's, it's funny because it, it's like a, like a cyclical thing where, the, you know, where you've got purpose, you're, you're given a purpose, and now you ask for the things you need to, to achieve that purpose. And then and here's your answer. When God feeds back into you and says, right, this is what it is. It, it, it's not about you being sat on the proverbial couch forever. It's, it's really not what I want from you, what I need from you, what you're here to do, Duran, is, you know, ABC. Mm. And I'm going to ensure that it happens. It was that. So God, and I, I don't think that, I don't think that seven months ago I was all burnt out and then like two months ago, God suddenly switched on and gave me a purpose and now it's all good. It was never that. God decided my purpose infinity ago. It was about me. It was about me switching on and realize, okay, it's there, it's on the inside. Do what you know you're here to do, yeah. you know? Yeah. Do what you know you're here to do. So good, man, so Thank good. You. So you find yourself in a place now mm. where, where things have really changed. Like that, that situation yeah. is, has gone from something that was seemingly hopeless, uh, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to put quite a big label on it. Yeah. I'm sure lots of people have been there and maybe yeah. there's people listening even today who that is such a real experience that, that, that you live in right mm. now. Yeah. Um, speak to the hope that's on the other side, you know, because I, I see you, you know, walking through the doors today yeah. and you've got a spring in your step. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, things, totally. things have, have, have turned around and God, yeah. God has, has, has reset that situation, Absolutely. you know, professionally Absolutely. in, in the, yeah. the state of your, your health yeah. and in your yeah. mind yeah. Yeah. and your totally. well-being. Um, speak to the hope that, that, okay. that we can find yeah, in yeah. God in that because sometimes we look to ourselves. Yeah, totally. Uh, or, totally. or people have a tendency to. Yeah, I, I, I would look, Isaiah 55, 11, um, and, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll paraphrase or I'll, I'll break it down the way that I understand it. The Bible says the Lord's word shall not return to him void. So, and this, this is just how I talk to myself. This is how I talk to God. I say, yeah. wait there, God, you've said that, right? You wrote that. That's what we're supposed to do. So I'm going to do it, right? And if it says that you will never leave me nor forsake me, then you won't. That's the hope I hang on to. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It, it, so good. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's at some point, right? The sun's going to come out. At some point, it's going to chuck down with rain. At some point, you're going to have a brilliant Monday morning. At some point, you're going to have a bad one. That's how life is. But the strength is that he never, ever leaves you. He's always, always by your side. It, it's, it's really, <clears throat> that, that's my encouragement. Um, that's my encouragement to anyone and everyone that hears this message. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Hold fast to God. 
hold fast yeah. to God. He, he cares and he, yeah. he, you know, and he's faithful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's faithful. And to get towards the end of that story, I mean, yeah. it's, it's kind of not the end. It's the start of yeah. a brand new yeah, chapter yeah, yeah, for totally, you. Totally. Um, you're, you're in the middle of starting a brand new job. And, yes. And, and God really has come Man. through in, in such a powerful way mm. in your experience mm. there. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, this, this is incredible. <laughs> this is just, just to go back a bit, we're going back to the boat and Peter and the boys, they're on the boat, right? Jesus is left over there. He's, he's praying. Jesus comes walking along the water. He um, says, look, Jesus, if it's you, you know, tell me to come down. So he comes down. And an often overlooked detail about that story is, apart from the, the massive, the miracle of, of Peter walking on water, um, was the fact that after that incident happened, it says, and then they were at the other side. It was like that, that rapid advancement. Right. This, is how, this is how God has moved in my life, right? I was... Um, I did a piece of work three or four years ago um, with a colleague and it was, you know, we did a, it was a residential trip. But on, on those things, you often have, um, you know, these moments just like this where you're sat down and you see a different side of the people you're working with and all that sort of thing. And, you know, stuff comes out. Anyway, it, the, the, the colleague that I was working with, which in fact, she wasn't a colleague at the time. She worked for a different organization. She said, look, I really like the way you interact with these these young people, you do great work, and da, 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 da. so why I just threw that out there? Well, look, if you ever need someone at your school who could do this, that, and the other, maybe, uh, maybe keep me in mind, right? This is three, four years ago. Haven't really thought about or, or done anything towards that since. I've seen her in passing, and that's been about it. Then I get a phone call. Hi, Duran. Da, 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 da. And we start talking shop, right? And uh, the Holy Spirit, pretty good. Go on, just say it, just say it. All right, cool. So, so I said, listen, um, that thing we spoke about, is that, is that offer still on the table? She goes, the door is open to you, Duran. The door is open. Wow. Yeah. She calls me back two days later, goes, so these are the hours. <laughs> this is when I want you to turn up. Da, 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 da. And she just runs me through the whole thing. What do you reckon? Bang. It's yeah. there. Like the, just the job is there on a plate. Wow. God just advanced. He just, wow. he just moved supernaturally. Yeah. Man, that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. And so, so you're in the process of starting that as yeah. well. And yeah. Just yeah, yeah. so, so good. I, yeah. I, something you said there about, um, you know, as we were talking earlier as well, about that, that period of, of almost planting a seed. And yeah. you talked about seasons earlier. Yeah. You know, yeah. such a biblical principle that yes. God works in yes. seasons yes. And, and how you, you almost planted that seed yeah. two, three years prior. Yeah. 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 And then it came mm. uh, into mm. fruition yeah. later down the line. Yeah. You know, I, I, I really get the sense that, you know, this isn't, you know, the, the end None of a story. It's not, not like you've reached a destination, no. but God's bringing no. you in, into a whole <clears> new place. It's funny, the more time I spend in prayer, the more I realize that we are effecting change. We're planting, we are, we're really active, you know, we're, we're, we're making genuine moves. And, I, and that principle, is, as you've rightly identified, is, is, is one that I just, I, I can't ignore. What you plant now isn't necessarily gonna, you know, you're not gonna see a harvest straight away is the point I'm trying to make. You know, keep on investing, keep on investing in God, keep on serving God, keep on investing in people. The harvest is coming. 
the harvest is definitely coming. Mm. We are real people. We go through real things, you know, and the promise isn't that you'll never go through things. The promise is that you always have a comfort and you always have strength to carry you through. So, yeah, yeah, remain encouraged. <laughs> Everyone remain encouraged. So good. So good. Yeah. Duran, it's been amazing chatting to you about, about you. this yeah. and, and for your openness and sharing your experience and mm. hearing what God's done in your life. It's yeah. just been so amazing. I'm sure for many, many people out there listening, mm. there's been so many different elements that, that have been so real. You, yeah. you know, I, I think lots of people go through the same experiences yeah. or, or, or can identify with, with what you've been through mm. and through that, see the hope that yeah. is on the other side. Yeah. See that God can turn a situation that, that feels so despondent into mm. something that is, yeah. is just a place of, of life and fulfillment mm. and, and good fruit. Um, yeah. It's just been amazing, man. Thank you, thank you so much. Would you pray for us? As I'd love end? to pray for it, yes, yes, absolutely. Father God, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the blessing that gathering together is. We thank you, Father in heaven, for the fact that you have made it clear to us that you will never, ever leave us. Your eyes indeed are on the sparrow, you know, the tiny, seemingly insignificant sparrow. You have your eyes on the sparrow and we, your most prized creation, you hold us in such high regard. I'm going to thank you, Father in heaven, for everything that you have done. All the stories, a little like mine, or all the stories across the world even, where people who were in a deep, in a deep or dark place felt lost, felt despondent, felt hopeless. I'm going to thank you, Lord God, for being, shining that light and for being that rod that allows us to, to make our way out. Sometimes the weight seems heavy, but I want to thank you, Lord God, for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for those people that have been encouraged. And I pray your encouragement on those people in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, maybe today as we've been having this conversation, something is stirred on the inside of you and you can identify with some of those things that, that are in Duran's story. But maybe there's a, a need in your life for you to give your life to Jesus and there's a longing to know that hope that is deep on the inside of, of, of knowing that you have a relationship with God, your Father in heaven then today we want to give you an opportunity to respond. And we're going to say a quick prayer right now. It's a prayer of salvation where you can accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior and really receive that, that hope. You know, Duran talked about the Holy Spirit and, and he's our helper. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and, and Savior, you know, he promises that he will never leave us or forsake us and his helper, the Holy Spirit, will, will come and live on the inside of you. So if that's you today, we're going to say a, a quick prayer and wherever you are, why don't you repeat this after me? Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. I thank you that you stepped into this world to give us life, to give us hope, and to be a salvation for us. Today, I give my life to you, Jesus, and with the help of your grace and your power, I will never be the same again. Thank you, God, for being my savior. Amen, amen.